the Los Angeles Lakers traded for Ray Hachimura with the Washington Wizards. Since most of the NBA players became available for trade on December the 15th, 2022, there have been way more rumors than actual moves on the trade market. The Hachimura deal became the first move that made some noise. Will there be more? Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am your host, Li Xiang. So it cost the Lakers three future second rounders to acquire Hachimura. It's not too expensive, but neither is it very cheap. Hachimura was drafted by the Wizards with the ninth pick in 2019, ahead of Cam Reddish, Tyler Hero, PJ Washington, and Cameron Johnson. That says something about the potential the Wizards saw in him. The Lakers' vice president of basketball operations and general manager, Rob Palinka, said, adding both size and depth to the wing possession has been a goal, and the chance to accomplish that by acquiring a player with race two-way skills and upside was an opportunity that doesn't present itself often. Hachimura is 2.03 meters tall, 104 kilograms heavy, he is a full-size athletic forward who averages 13 points, 4.3 rebounds, and most importantly, 40.3% of catch-and-shoot three-point rate. For a team that is as bad as the Lakers in three-point shooting and size, Hachimura will definitely be an improvement on many fronts. But the question is, is he good enough to fix all of the Lakers' problems? I doubt it. Not only because Hachimura is not good enough, but also because the Lakers have way too many problems to fix. For example, they need more shooters or at least one more productive three-point shooter. Second, they need a player who can do everything Hachimura does, but better. And third, the Lakers may still want a big man to at least share time with Thomas Bryant, so when Anthony Davis comes back, he doesn't have to start as a center or play as a center longer than during the clutch time. Then are there any targets on the market for the Lakers to go after? Sure there are. There are Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi of the Toronto Raptors. There's Boyan Bogdanovich of the Detroit Pistons. There are Miles Turner and Buddy Hewitt of the Indiana Pacers. There's also Jay Crowder of the Phoenix Suns. But the question is, do the Lakers have enough assets to go after all of these guys? The answer is probably no. First, the most valuable assets the Lakers have make an offer with are their first round picks for 2029 and 2027. The Lakers may cherish them so much, but that doesn't make them as valuable as what the Raptors want with Siakam, which probably will be as much as what the Cleveland Cavaliers paid for Donovan Mitchell. As for OG and Anobi, there's a possibility that the Lakers can actually land him, but it will definitely cost all the deaths the Lakers already have, which is not much left. The more practical targets may be Crowder or Bogdanovich. Say, if the Lakers get these guys, are they immediately turning into a championship contender instead of a team that still is struggling to enter the play-in tournament zone? It's unlikely. 
but at least it shows an attitude for the Lakers front office to tell both their players and their fans that we're not giving up. We still want to make the best use of the final prime time of LeBron James. But on the other hand, both James and Andy Davis have a player option in 2024 summer. I'm not saying that both of them will leave, but if either leaves, there's a chance for the Lakers to go through a very disappointing record in more than two seasons while having no draft, no first round draft picks to build a young franchise. That doesn't feel well, ask the Nets. And Russell Westbrook's big contract will come due after this season. When that happens, it will set free over $30 million of salary space for the Lakers to operate in the future. Judging by their history, it's hard to say if they can actually exploit well the salary space, but at least it gives the team some reasons to wait patiently instead of acting right now. So will the Hachimura trade stimulate more teams to make move on the trade market? It's very likely. Not because many teams will yell, oh my god, the Lakers have made such a great upgrade and then make stupid deals. No, but only because the competitions in the Western Conference so far are just too close. The Lakers now, which rank the 12th in the Western Conference, are only 5.5 games behind the third-ranking Sacramento Kings. Any little sparkle can lead to dramatic changes and their circumstances like this. Between the Kings and the Lakers, there are the Dallas Mavericks, who have been trying to find a second man in command for Luka Doncic. There are the Los Angeles Clippers, who still lack a reliable playmaker. There are also the Suns, who are trying to deal with the trouble of Crowder and looking for enhancements. There are the Jazz, who are okay with both building on a team on what they have now or selling everyone they have now for future development. Even the Warriors and OKC may be encouraged to make a move at certain points of this season before the trade market closes on February the 9th. Hopefully what the Lakers did today will set up the stage for more to come. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya.